I'm David, and this is a newsflash. Brian Koberger, 28, is a graduate student at Washington State University who said through a lawyer that he looks forward to being exonerated in the murders of four college students in Moscow, Idaho. Good luck with that. He certainly deserves his day in court and is considered to be cloaked in innocence at this point in the judicial process. That said, I don't expect to be surprised if following his convictions for the burglary and four murders to then be sentenced to death by lethal injection, the only method of execution authorized by Idaho statutes, carried out in the Idaho Maximum Security Institution near Kuna. The media, riveted to this story as expected, has highlighted ten revelations made public January 5th. 1. A roommate saw a masked man. 2. Investigators found a knife sheath at the scene. 3. The suspect applied to work at a local police department. 4. A car passed the victim's house several times. 5. Audio captured a barking dog. 6. One of the victims may have been awake. 7. A campus officer found Koberger's car. 8. Koberger's phone was disconnected during the killings. 9. The suspect may have returned to the crime scene. And 10. A DNA sample was taken from trash in Pennsylvania at his parents' home. That's just a sample of the avalanche of data, theories, articles, newscasts, interviews, made-for-TV movies, etc. that will be tying up massive amounts of the real estate in our lived experiences in the foreseeable future. If it bleeds, it leads, and this story is very bloody. I'm not without compassion or sympathy for the deceased and their families, I totally get that this is a huge news story that will reverberate for a long time, and understandably so. What's missing from all of the coverage so far is at the focal point of Don't Get Dead. How could this have been prevented? And that leads directly to the question, how did he get in the house? Preventing those murders required eliminating the opportunity for them to occur. We have already been told that people in this community don't lock their doors. I think it's a very safe bet that the killer simply... I don't imagine that it would substantially compromise the investigation to add that detail to those that have already been released. In future episodes of Don't Get Dead, we'll delve in detail to comprehensive ways to protect your home from criminal entry. This newsflash has one simple but potentially life-saving suggestion. Lock your doors and windows. And here's a bonus tip. Never open your door to a stranger. Hindsight is said to be 2020, but good advanced security planning and implementation may have saved the lives of these four University of Idaho students. Check out our Safety Triangle post or podcast to get a good outline for security preparedness. Remember the basics. Lock your doors and windows. Don't ever open your door to a stranger. The life you save may be your own. Paid subscribers to Don't Get Dead help keep the series alive, 
and we're grateful for their support. They also have on-call access to me as a personal or business security consultant. Many security concerns are location or incident specific. Give yourself a customized security tune-up by getting your questions answered or in-depth discussions about issues of concern. Paid subscriber, it's just text, email, or call to trigger a quick response. New episodes will be released on Fridays at 12 a.m. Start spreading the news. It pays to be crime-free, and you can go a long way to accomplishing that goal at don'tgetdead.substack.com. 